When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Okay. Here we go. It's crazy how much I overthink this. It's just like season two, season two, season two. Let's do it, man. <laughs> just do it. Here we go. Beautiful people, beautiful people, beautiful people. We are back. Season two is here. It almost wasn't, but it's here. And this is a little bit of. Uh, what the hell's been going on during this break, what I've been up to, uh, my thoughts for season two, my thoughts on the season that was in season one, and a couple other things too. So I have a special guest already. Behind the camera. Behind the camera. <laughs> I have the Portuguese lover. And my assistant, Chicago. Mrs. Davis. He looks at the camera. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so I got my crew here. And uh, Shay's going to be asking me some questions throughout this video. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right. Let's get it. This is like prime for you. This is perfect because you hate being on camera. Yeah. So you're in your glory over there. Actually, um, yeah. What you right. got, love? All right. I think my first question is kind of taking it back to season one okay, and just kind of doing a little recap, but also getting your thoughts and feelings. Um, what did you feel walking into season one as a recap? Yeah, my goals, intention and um, overall want, I think, for season one was to help people, to make people feel like they're not alone, to bring certain conversations and certain topics to light that I don't think that there's enough of, you know, men's uh, vulnerability being highlighted a little bit more, um, the dating relationship, love game on, on both sides. And I think for women, hopefully they appreciated the male perspective, whether it's from me or from the guests I had on. Um, and, but as far as like expectations, numbers wise and stuff, you know me, I'm like, I'm a perfectionist. I shoot for the stars, but I, I just was like, I just want to start it. I just want to start it. It was an idea for about three years. And I was like, I just want to get it going. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I think that's that's kind of the overall of it. Um, I was never really nervous 
I can't even think of a guest. Actually, I was there was one guest where I was really nervous, and it was Shan. All jokes aside, um, I was super nervous to even ask you to come on the show. Um, I didn't feel like the show was worthy of your presence, so, kind of, so to speak. Uh, you know, <laughs> of became, course. Ironically enough, that was the one that did the most views. Um, but, you know, Shan is just like the queen of, of content, and she's so good on camera, and she's so good with her words, and, and I knew it was a, um, a big test for me. So that was the only time I was nervous. Everything else was just like... Here goes nothing. You know, I'm prepared as much as I can be, and I think it'll be good. Did you have a certain vision for your show in regards to, like, topics and stuff, and did yeah. it go off that? Did, did you find yourself going into a direction that you really didn't anticipate? No. No? No, and, and I'm pretty proud of that. I kind of stuck to the plan. Like, overall, you know, the elevator pitches, um, I want this show to be about people discovering their higher selves through adversity, vulnerability, and self-love. So... I covered a lot of adversity. I covered a lot of vulnerability. <laughs> and I think I covered a good amount of self-love, you know, whether it was with Sophie doing Wash the Stone tutorials or, um, you know, other guests that I had. And I asked what's their kind of self-love package and their self-love um, game. Like, what does it look like? Um, I knew it would probably trend more towards the relationship dating side of things. Just, I just had that hunch and, but I'm okay with it. I've actually kind of really taking a liking to that field and I'm, I'm currently working on being even more of a educated um, advocate on it mm -hmm. so yeah you did 50 episodes total yeah did you plan for that no no <laughs> I actually didn't plan to stop I from what I read and researched uh, before I launched um, when you're starting off as a new podcast you don't want to take a break because you'll either fall out of the algorithm or people forget about you, mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. So I, I didn't plan on taking a break. But I also didn't plan on the workload that was as a one-man band. <laughs> so so why did you take such a long break? Um, and did you plan for it to be that long? What was no. your initial break time? My initial break time was like two or three months. Like I wanted to come back um, between Adriana's birthday, which is November 11th and Thanksgiving. I wanted that to be like a sweet spot for me. Not right before Christmas, um, but some around there. Um, <clears throat> I didn't come back at that time for two reasons. One, um, I didn't feel it and I didn't want to half-ass season two. I didn't want to come in and just be like, I'm here cause I have to be, which mm -hmm. I don't have to be. Um, so I just, I wasn't there yet. And the second reason was, um, again, it, it really took a toll on my life. It took a toll on my relationship with you. It took a toll on my relationship with, with the people I love and care about. It took a toll on my, my self love game and, and, um, you know, my self development and, and, and evolvement. I wasn't reading as much. I wasn't listening to podcasts like I was. So everything that I was doing that got me up to season one, I fell off. And so, you know, Jay Shetty talks about this a lot, which I love. He said, I have to, um, I have to be more to give more. And so that break, as long as it was, was me getting back to me mm -hmm. in order to have my tank full. I'm ready to go full charge. And now I can give, you know, my best to the season two. I'm sure your audience wants to know like what you did entirely on that long break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of golf. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say any new hobbies. Yeah, perhaps? It, was, it was, it was a lot of golf. Um, it was a lot of time with you, you know, which I, we went to South Africa. Yeah. You, you know, it took a month off and we went, we went to South Africa, but, um, just a lot of quality time with you, which I, really really enjoy which is also reason why I was hesitant to come back because I was like I don't want to lose this would you say 
a lot of time with me first or a lot of time with golf first? And then who's first and who's <laughs> the uh, politically correct answer would be you. Um, but no, you know, I just I had finally got to a place where I had like a little routine going, you know, and, and I was really happy with it. And I knew that this would disrupt it, but this would be a good disruption. So, yeah. I've never asked you this, but I am kind of curious, and I'm sure a lot of people are. What is your most proud episode and why? <laughs> most proud? <clears throat> um, man. Like, which ones immediately come to, to mind right now? The one with Adriana and you, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, <clears throat> this, well, the second one that we, the three of us did. You know, the first one was being a step-parent, but... The one um, that we all cried. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, I feel like that was actually the most rawest episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that was the first thing that came to my mind. And then quickly after that was the one with my mom because it was mm -hmm. so healing for me. And I think for us, for her and I, our relationship. So, yeah. How do you come up with your topics? And do does each topic you come up with mean something to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> So season one, full disclosure, was a very selfish season for me. Very selfish. I came up with, if not 90%, maybe all of them based on what I wanted to learn, what I felt like I needed and was missing in my life, and what I've been curious about, you know, what I've had on my mind, and I wanted to work through it with somebody. You know, as I, I said in the uh, About Me trailer for season one, Everybody's going through something in life, but nobody wants to talk about it until you hear someone else first. So I'm like, selfishly, I, I want to have this conversation. And then hopefully someone else is like, I can relate to that. So, yeah, it was whatever I was going through in my life or what I had gone through in my life, whether it was inner child in me or early 20s me or me today. You know, a lot of that was like, I want to know. Mm -hmm. So that's how I came up with the, the topics. That's a good question. What are, your, what are your top five topics? That I came up with? Mm-hmm. Dating with intention definitely comes to mind with Rome. I had to change my relationship with the word relationship. Mm. And I'm sorry, Rome, it. really quick. Ladies, he's single. <laughs> he's single. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. That was a great episode. That was probably one of my favorite episodes. I, I remember leaving like, ooh, that was good. Um, toxic relationships, I think, was great as well. I really felt good about that one with you. Were there any points in our relationship where you were doubting if this was ever going to work. <laughs> Got you guys. <laughs> Rawness. Um, absolutely. I did feel like maybe um, it wasn't going to work out. Um, that's two. The one with Jared actually was great. Um, him and I, I remember I, my inspiration for that whole setup and that whole interview was from Rick Rubin's podcast, Broken Record. Um, and he had Kendrick Lamar on and Rick Rubin was like in his backyard, him and Kendrick are sitting on chairs. And I just literally felt like a fly on the wall. Um, I forgot they were mic'd up. I'm, I'm forgot there was a whole crew behind them. And I wanted to emulate that with Jared. And I felt like I did on, on his rooftop. Like I enjoyed that. Um, I was like, why don't I start one? Yeah. And so. The fourth one was a Brandon, Man in the Mirror. That was a very real, raw, organic, beautiful conversation between two men who are in the process, on the journey, still going through it, to grow through it. And he hit me with stuff that, like, blew my mind. And I was, I, I really appreciate that. 
we got to earn the success, but we also got to earn the failure. Meaning like to be able to get to that space where you actually fail mm. into growth takes courage. Society doesn't like to celebrate that, mm. but that right there is just as important a part of the evolution of the seed to the inevitable orange sure. as it is for our own potential. Um, and the last topic that I guess was my favorite would be um, the one with Adriana, you know, the questions with, with her. Mm-hmm. That was a moment for me on her trip last year where I, I really felt present with her. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for me to have that present time with her because of the gap and because mm-hmm. of the distance. So there was no distractions. There was no phones. It was just her and I really just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So do you feel... As the host, this show has contributed to more growth. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I think the first thing is um, the first season proved to me that if I really set my mind to something, I can do it. And I can do it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, even on a, a broke budget that I was with <laughs> season one because um, I'm, I'm by myself. Um, that was a That was a real moment for me because I felt like I had a purpose, you know, I've been modeling forever now. This is my 17th year. And I've, you know, always said it's a job. It's not who I am. It's just what I do. And I never felt like I was contributing to society. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was never contributing to the people around me. Um, And for that, you know, I knowing what came of season one and the community that was built and all the incredible messages and testimonials and reviews and you name it that I received, um, it really made me feel like I was doing something right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people see the put together set, you interviewing the guests, but they don't really see what goes on behind the scenes as far as like you preparing to interview the guests. Can you like kind of share that <sighs> process? Yeah. Because I watch it. I And that's why I feel like you definitely have grown through the show and because yeah. of the show, because with the topics you come up with, mm-hmm you are diving into prior to interviewing or talking to whatever guest you have on, you've really dissected it in the best way, educated yourself and, and then had dialogue with whatever guests you have. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, that was the hardest part, to be honest. Um, you know, picking a topic and then organizing a guest that I feel would fit that topic really well. Doing my research, you know, a lot of stuff I was unfamiliar with. Um, so doing my research behind that. I've never been an, an interviewer, you know, so all this was self-taught. 
all of it was like what I see and what I've heard and, and then just, I guess, molding my own, you know, way about it and, and my own style to it. Um, so it was, it was very much trial and error. And then the pre-call would come, you know, I'd have an hour long conversation with the, with the guests before they came on. And then it was the setup. Before they came on, uh, which when I first started, I would get to the loft where um, I would get there three hours before uh, showtime and set everything up. <clears throat> I'd pack my lunch and <laughs> uh, pack a change of clothes and I would get to work. Um, so that was the hardest part to the point where I remember when I would sit down for the interview, I was like, oh, I'm exhausted. Like I'm, I'm really drained physically. But then I was so passionate about everything and and the emotional energy was still there, which is why I was able to give what I gave. But um, is there any particular episode that you feel like you walked away, like blown away with more knowledge than you walked into it? A lot of the times Danielle Robay actually told me this um, off camera and she said, you are so good at this. You're so natural. And the pre-call was absolutely incredible. But when we were actually rolling in the episode, I felt like you were so married to the outline. You didn't let the organic evolution of it come to light you know you were kind of sticking to the script and she's like any if I can give you any advice it would be sometimes just let it flow and I really appreciated that because I I was really married to the script because I knew I had done so much work and this was so good but sometimes conversations go the way that they need to and um, so season two is going to be a lot of like the control letting go of that Mm -hmm. yeah okay so now with season two launching what can your audience expect yeah, <clears throat> a lot more couples, for sure. Um, I'm, again, selfishly, I'm going to give back, but selfishly, I, I'm curious about a lot of different things. You know, I want to learn a lot of different things. So um, I want to have you and I have couples on. I think that's going to be dope. Um, season one will be a good start for that. As we have Chris and Lauren on. Season one? I'm sorry, episode one, as oh. we have Chris and Lauren coming on um, for Friends of the Opposite Sex while in a committed relationship um i'm gonna have like a ceo series that i'm really looking forward to too i think there's somewhat of an entrepreneur in each and every one of us especially in this this day and age where you know aside from covid but the nine to five is kind of going to be like a rare thing i feel like coming up here so i'm luckily and and thankfully able to have a lot of ceos of of huge companies you know that are willing to come on the show so i'm looking forward to that um I'm looking forward to you and I going, you know, back into it too. And, and, um, I think, you know, you and I had kind of verbally outlined an episode about, um, a little bit of my growth and our growth in our marriage. Um, so I teased a little bit on my Instagram with, um, the David's, the Davis marriage update, um, that I want to talk about. And, um, Adriana will be on again, probably towards the end of, of season two. Um, but I'm also like a lot of what I posted on my Instagram that time, which was just the possible potential um, topics and episodes. Um, that's very tentative. I'm very open to whatever. Um, but I, I do want to really hone in on, you know, love, dating and relationships as well. I'm always going to do self-help because that's part of the love dating relationships but I think that'll probably be like a 60% of season two are there any changes in season two yes um I'm gonna 
I was inspired by Shan's podcast. Um, shout out to Shan, uh, Lovers and Friends podcast. Um, she does a beautiful job of narrating throughout random parts of the episode. She also has, as we have on Enjoy the Podcast, um, voice submissions that come in. She'll have multiple guests on one episode, which is kind of cool, too. I'm going to try to create that as well. Um, I'm going to start every episode with a quote um, that is either the catalyst of that episode or something that's been weighing heavily on me or really inspired me lately. And shorter episodes <laughs> that's for sure i was waiting for that <laughs> yeah like I, i'm it's, it's, i'm gonna really try not to have it an hour my goal is like 35 to 45 minutes is like a sweet spot nice so oh and um <clears throat> 25 episodes for season two i'm not i was just gonna ask are you gonna do another 50 <laughs> no, i'm not doing 50 <laughs> so um as the calendar has it for now i should wrap like mid to end of july nice yeah but another thing too for season two and, and this is just like even when season two ends, I'm going to carry it on. But um, I really want to create a um, a men's group. Uh, I had a consultation with um, a guy named Justin, actually, ironically enough. And him and I were talking, and, and, and my creative mind was going, and I'm like, I want to create a men's group. I want to create a safe space for like-minded men who are wanting to be better, wanting to be more vulnerable, uh, wanting to be better husbands, better partners, better fathers, whatever the case is. Um, I really want to create something like that. I was part of a, a men's team uh, in 2020 that had a really impact, a really big impact on me, a lasting impact. And I kind of want to try to take some stuff from that and, and bring it to other men out here who I think really need that, that mm-hmm. space. So I want to create that. Um, the other thing that I don't, I was going to say, I don't think a lot of people know that you do consultations. You've never formally oh, talked right. about <clears throat> it. And, yeah. and that's something that came from season one. Yeah. So how did that kind mm-hmm. of come about? And did you plan for yeah, it? There was a, there was a girl who reached out to me on Instagram and she said, you know, I love the show, et cetera, but I would love to get you one-on-one. Do you have some type of service for that? And I just created like a mini, you know, consultation service. I didn't know if I called it that, but I was like, we could do a one-on-one. So it was one-on-one via Zoom. It was her and I, and um, I came up with a rate. And then one thing led to another, and I, I built this business of consultations. Yeah. I, call it I think, yeah, I think simultaneously you were also getting flooded with people asking you questions and advice and b- sending you novels and novels yeah. of things. I was getting them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you were actually genuinely answering a lot of the people. And yeah. then I think when that girl asked you that mm-hmm. is when the light bulb went off and you're like, Oh my gosh, like this can go hand in hand with everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, it's it's called consultations with JD. The link has always been in my bio. Even on the break, I had a lot of new clients. Um, shout out to all of my clients that I've had on my consultations. who I still have rolling monthly and, and, and weekly. Um, it is one of the things it's up there. I was gonna say maybe number one, but it's up there. Um, with one of the things that I love the most of what came about from starting the show. Because aside from helping people and making people feel like they're not alone, I want to really connect with people in, in like a, a personable, intimate setting. Um, because I know a lot of times it's hard to open up, you know, around people. So the consultations have, have been amazing. And I've had some incredible testimonies. Some have brought me to tears. Some have 
just had me speechless. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm so grateful and, and uh, really proud of everyone who showed up for themselves during those, um, those consultations. And we've had some together too. Oh yeah, a, I forgot about that. Yeah. So have um, been requested. You have been. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but that is, that is something that uh, I'm glad we brought that up. A couple of final things. Number one, again, from the bottom of my heart, I am in awe, extremely grateful, and my heart is so full from the community that has been built with Who Can Relate. I've seen you all make connections outside of me, through me, um, you know, as, as the middle person, and I love that. I love seeing the reshares on Instagram and, and tagging people and... and um, I've met people over the course of, of season one that have recognized me, have recognized Shay um, all over the world. I was, we were in Dubai, you know, connecting to South Africa and someone stopped. We were masked up, looking like a hot mess coming off of a 16 hour flight. And some woman came up to us and was like, oh, are you guys, are you JD and Shay? And, and like, that was wild. You know, to this day, I'm just like, that's crazy of all places. You I know feel like I mean? it actually happens whenever we're traveling. Because when we were in Texas, it happened. Yeah. South Africa. South Africa, Dubai. Yeah. yeah. I was in Chicago at the airport. We were in LA waiting for some tacos. <laughs> and we met uh, Marley. Shout out to Marley. And um, yeah, so so that, you know, it blows my mind. And, and then again, just reading all these messages about how the show has changed people's lives and how they've now had these uncomfortable conversations and, and what has come organically from it is beautiful and they're so grateful for it and the relationship with whoever it was has, has benefited from it. That's what it's all about for me. And then lastly, um, honey, to you. I, I just want to say thank you for holding space for me to get through this first season Sometimes it was a roller coaster. Sometimes it was smooth. Sometimes it was emotional. Sometimes it was draining. Um, but you never veered away from showing support for my goal and my mission and my movement. Um, it didn't really bring in money for the, I mean, it did, but it didn't, you know what I mean? For me to put in as much time as I was. Um, but you still supported it. You know, I sacrificed a lot during those um, basically a year. And I just appreciate your patience. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you believing in me because that also helped me get through um, 50 weeks of, of this, you know, and even even the weeks before that I was filming. Um, that meant a lot to me and I couldn't have done it without your support. You were a cheerleader in a lot of ways and I need that. I need that words of affirmation as part of my love language. And um, I appreciate you just letting me stay in the office for, you know, hours on end, late nights, early mornings, just thank you for um, being you. And thank you for allowing me to to do something that I will forever be grateful for, for however long it lasts, because um, you didn't have to. And uh, I'm also proud of you for when you would come on the show. You know, I'll say this again. I think I've said it before, but Shay is not one for the camera. Like, you know, you're good at it. You're great. You're a natural at it. But I know it, it makes you uncomfortable. It makes you nervous. It makes you anxious. And I'm sure most people can relate to that. So, you know, in the words of Tupac, you are appreciated. And um, I love you. I love you. So thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you again. I appreciate Chicago you. Chicago wants a 
each. Yeah, Chicago's like, can we wrap this up? Um, <laughs> thanks for your patience. Four and a half months was not the plan, but here we are. Better late than never. I'll see you all February 4th. I will see you all February 1st. Enjoy the season. And... Um,